right. Hey guys, this is Michelle Gines and welcome to the Reimagine You Lab podcast where you know how we do. I am That's your right. Imagine strategist and today I have the Leon Sarai in the lab today. Leon, welcome. <laughs> That's right. Welcome. welcome. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. I appreciate you uh, just giving me the opportunity to be on your platform. I know you're doing things real big right now. So, hey, now I did notice this. I went in and I looked at all of the people you've invited before and I was, my feelings was hurt a little bit that I'm like number six on the list. I I, I thought I was at least in, in the top five, top three or something, but hey, I'm, I'm here now. So I'm glad. Leon, you know what? Leon? <laughs> Hey, do not count it. <laughs> Listen, you in here. You in you in the top. That's right. I'm in, in here. That's right. There you go. There you go. Leon is the CEO of Sarai Marketing. Leon has been one of my favorite people. First of all, Leon, I am so glad that you had the time and was available to be yes. with me today. I, as a matter of fact, Leon is a go-to. He is one of the people that I think is the purveyor of great things. This guy, I tell you, is is strength. He is optimism. He is momentum. As a matter of fact, we done spent a whole podcast talking <laughs> before we even hit the record button. Yes. Tell you all the stuff. So Leon, as we were Joel, as we were coming on today, we were just talking about this this ten for ten. Is, is that is that on the table? Can we talk about that? As we we're talking about change, this is the season. We're the season that we're in is we're talking about change is just a choice, and a lot of times people are impacted adversely yeah. when it comes to change but change is yeah. one of those things that I kind of see as an opportunity, and so that's why we're talking about it today. So yeah. So we were talking about that 10 for 10, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell them about that, Leon. I just, let's yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just to start, because I know we, we we had a pre-podcast before we had the podcast, <laughs> yeah. where we were actually just exchanging some gems with one another on, on yeah. business and life in general. I just start off, Leon Sarai, marketing. I've been doing digital marketing now for about 17 years, but I'm also coach at, at another company I own called Ministry Marketing and Motivation, where our goal there yeah. is to use biblical principles to help Christian business owners. I help them whether they're consultants, whether they're coaches, whether they have service businesses, all. We want to give them some of the information that we've used over the years. My, my goal as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, as a Christian, is to help people who were where I was 10 years ago and help them get to where I am now. And one of the things that I, I learned over the years, and me and Michelle, we just talked about this, is, is that you need some who's in your network, some people that you can go to. We waste so much time trying to figure out how to do things, how how to build the website, how to, to move my social media, how to do Facebook ads, how to do click funnels, how to you know reach out and do lead generation, when really the question should be who, who can I get who can I count on to do those things, to free up my time, to do the things that God has called me to do that I am more focused on, that I'm also better at, that I'm called to. So part of the Ministry Marketing Motivation, and there actually is a website called ministrymarketingmotivation.com. I know it's long. Everybody kept saying you need to shorten it, MMM and 3M and all this M, but God said ministry, marketing, and motivation. The one reason why it's called that is because um, that, that is the gift that I walk into. I walk into the gift of exhortation. And part of uh, the gift of exhortation, you can read it there in Romans 12, uh, is to encourage and to build up. And I think ministry is one of those areas where what am I doing for God? 
right? What, what, what vocation has God called me to? And then marketing, what am I doing with my business and my occupation? And then motivation, we all need new motivation each and every day because really motivation creates discipline. But if we don't get motivated, then we won't have the discipline we need to, to keep going. So that's uh, one of the things. But as we talked about, as far as the 10 for 10, if I may go there, Michelle, or did you have yeah. some before I, I roll no, in the 10 no, for 10? No, no, so, jump on into the 10 for 10. Yeah, 10 for 10 is something that I, I just recently started because I'm always looking for new ways to motivate myself. I'm always looking for new ways to push the needle. So something that I came up with called 10, 10 before 10. And what it means is I want to do 10 things before 10 a.m. that actually push the needle to the goals that I have. Now, I believe there's five areas in your life that God is calling us to succeed in. And I've seen Dr. Darius Daniels do something similar to this as far as the, the, the categories that he used. But there's things that I want to see my life prosper in. One, I want to see my life prosper spiritually and in my character. I want to see my life prosper in my health, because if I'm not here, if I'm not healthy, I, I can't be the witness uh, that I need to be or the strength of my family that I need to be. So that there's my spiritual, my character, which is one, my health, which is another one. Uh, then there's also there's going to be my resources and how I handle my money, but also my emotional resources, right? Where am I, not just where I'm spending my money, but where am I spending my emotional resources? Then there's going to be my business and my work. What am I, how am I moving the needle? God wants to see me yeah. prosper in that as well. So we had health, we had uh, business and work. We had our relationship. That's those the fifth one, the relationships. God wants to see our relationships prosper. So what I do is in 10, 10 before 10 is I try to make sure that I can do something positive in each one of those areas that will build me some momentum in those things. For example, I get up about 4.30 a.m. and I go and I work out. So I, I put workout on number one thing I did today before 10. I worked out, dash, what is that? That's my health. Okay. If I eat a, a decent breakfast or something like that, fruits, oatmeal, whatever, that's another check. That's my health. I pray with my wife. Boom. That's a relationship. That's spiritual. That's character. I do a devotion. I'll read some form of devotion. I, I teach Bible study on Thursday night. So a lot of times I might spend that time studying a particular book of the Bible. That's spiritual and that's character. Motivation. Of course, in order for me to, to stay motivated, I need people motivating me. So I've always watched something or read something that's motivational. Okay, right there, that's spiritual and that's character. Then I start looking at what business proposals can I send out? What, what invoices haven't I sent out? What's some new campaigns I can start? What are my people who I'm competing with in this industry of digital marketing? What are some things they're doing? What can I learn? And, and I just constantly find myself trying to find at least 10 things I can do before 10 a.m. And what that does is I win the day before most people even start getting lunch. I've already won the day. And I get so much done and so much accomplished and it builds so much momentum by putting my mindset in a 10 before 10 stratosphere to get me going that in the mornings yeah no that's good stuff leon that and you know what that is so critical you know what and as a matter of fact one of the things i that i think is important is that you kind of have a routine if you have that already planned out hey this is how i'm planning to win the day you know yeah. 
you 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 already have won just by even having a way that you're gonna start, right? Hey, you yes. already know that you're this is what you're doing. Yes. And you, you got a you've got a list, you're checking it off. Hey, yeah. this, is, this ain't a Santa Claus list. You know, you're making a list and you're checking it twice. <laughs> no, no, de definitely, you're, definitely. You're starting there, yeah. you got to win. Yeah, you definitely. And as we talk about change as well, that's part of the change, right? There right. was a time when you just kind of wake up and get up and you kind of go with the flow. But if you don't control your day, your day will control you. So yeah. even in those those 10 before 10s, and I mentioned before on the pre-podcast, as, as we call it, <laughs> out some mornings I might get to seven and then hit a stump and don't don't really have a whole lot there so I don't necessarily always have 10 things that I have pre-planned but then what that creates in my mind is because my mind knows we got to get 10 things done that it gets creative and it starts pulling things out that I'm not thinking of that I can do that can help pull push the the needle for my business, for my relationships, yeah. uh, my health going forward. So then it just gives me creativity. And that's one of the keys to, to, to 10 before 10 or anything is having that uh, skill set that's called figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a skill set, right? Figure it out, figure it out. <laughs> check this out. I see you ready to go, Michelle. I see you. you, you that, that. Check this out. Because what happens is your brain is designed to make you a truth teller. Yeah. Your brain is designed to make you a truth teller. So whatever you tell your brain, your brain's going to be in agreement with you. Mm -hmm. If you tell your brain, we can't do that, your brain says, okay, we can't do that. Right. And your brain don't give you the resources to do it. If you tell your brain, you know, I, I hate doing this homework, your brain says, I hate it too. So let's, and your brain will start finding other things you can do. This is why so many people think they work good under pressure, but they really don't work good under pressure. The thing is, you got two weeks to get something done. And every day you say, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing this. And your brain say, I don't feel like doing it either. So let's go ahead and call somebody. Let's go ahead and email somebody. Let's go and then the last night is due tomorrow. You're like, dang it, we got to get this done. And your brain say, okay, let's get it done. And all of a sudden you get what could, what you had two weeks to do it, but you get it done in one night. And you think, man, I work good under pressure. No, you, you put your brain in the position where it had to figure it out but it, it had to get it done and your brain gave you what you needed no had you had a different mindset leading up to that yeah. right you could have got it done a week ago you could have right. got it done three days ago but right. you put your brain your brain didn't want to make a liar out of you so your brain said okay we gotta get it done let's get it done yeah you know what your brain is fueled by whatever you tell it Leon. yeah your, your, yeah. your, brain, your brain is really an uh, operates in a default mode. If whatever you have told your brain, like if you have been telling your what your brain works in default, and if your yes. brain is all whatever operating mode that you have put your brain in is going to continue to operate in that mode, you you Man, can change good. your brain. Your yeah, brain yeah, you can. can be rewired. Yeah, you can. It's called neuroplasticity. I've done some brain Come work. Come on. You can on. rewire Come your on. brain. It has it can create new pathways. You can change. You can that's hey, yes, it people does. Have, when people have strokes, they have to go and they have to learn how to do things over again. You don't, but you don't have to wait for your brain to yeah. have a stroke or have, for something bad to happen to you for you to rewire your brain. You can say, hey, brain, I want you to operate differently right now. You can change your brain. You can rewire it. All you have to do is decide. Hey, man, that's good. And then since we're on that, that brain and rewiring and the brain can change, that's what 
the Bible's about, and that's what God wants us to do. He said we have to renew our minds. Yeah, transform. You mean you got to yeah. change your brain, right? Because <laughs> no. when you come into Christ, because one of the things you asked me, what was the biggest change and has the greatest impact on me? And that has been giving my life to Christ. I remember it like it was yesterday, February the 22nd, 2008. I, I truly gave my, my, my life to Christ, and that has been my greatest impact. That gave me a target now, right? Yeah. And, and my target has nothing to do with this it has to do with following Christ. Am yeah. I following Christ with my daily life? Am I following Christ with my thought life? Uh, yeah. More importantly, and, and and we talked about you, you talk about the brain changing. People don't like change. However, people are willing to change. Right? They're willing to change. They're willing to change. They're willing to change everything. They're willing to change their jobs. They're willing to change their spouses. They're willing to change their friends. They're right. willing to change their homes. They're willing to change the cities they live in. They mm -hmm. willing to, people now they even willing to change their genders, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to line up to, to line up with what they think. Right. But the one thing they're not willing to change is their mind. Yeah. Pe people will not change their mind for anything because they're so set that the way they're thinking is correct. And that is the one thing that God can change yeah, <laughs> is can. our mind. And that's yeah. the one thing we refuse to change. Right. Uh, so I'm glad that you said that, that you can change it. Right? Yeah, you can. As a matter of fact, if you will change that first, it yes. will make the most yes. difference for everything yes. else. Yes. Because all yes. of those things that you just talked about that people are willing to change, it started with their mind first. Yes. And if, exactly. and if, if you will start with that, it will make be, it because it is so impactful. We had talked about like they talk about these this new way of thinking. There used to be a song, a whole new way of living, a whole new way mm -hmm. of life. Right. Like we were saying. But when the Lord tells us be not changed by the be, do not be trans be transformed by the renewing of our minds right yeah so take captive every <laughs> thought you know he asked us to do that for our sake now he now god because he's not one that he's going to impose his will he gives us the space and the freedom to make those choices like he doesn't even tell he doesn't even mandate that Come on. choose him he says, hey, I'm going to give you free will to choose me. I That's right. You, but yeah. I, I'm going to allow you to choose me. But by choosing me, you choose life or death. You know, choose yeah. good or bad. You know, you make the yes. choice. I'm going to let you choose. But yes. based on what you choose, your, yeah. life can be, uh, your life can be extraordinary. That's right. And, and, that, and that's why. Exactly. And that's why you see that the. the Glass half empty, half, glass half full perception yeah. where you can see people on both sides of it because they choose to see it from a different thing. And and you said that you one of the questions you asked me was how did change change you? And one thing that change does by giving my life to Christ, you you have to change, right? I mean, yeah, it, it changes you. All things, all things of passed away, all things become new. That's a change. So the the thing that it did for me is it changed my perspective. Yes, on come on. Perspective is everything. Yeah. So so when the Bible teaches us not to worry, it's not saying there's not a situation that's worth worrying about is saying, but if you change your perception on how you're looking at the situation, one, one example I always use is the two kids mm -hmm. who grew up and their parents were crackheads. Mm -hmm. um, one of them turned out to be a crackhead and the other one turned out to be a millionaire. Yes. 
and people say so 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 the the situation that their parents were 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 drug addicts mm -hmm. that's true yeah that's real yeah right so you got situation and you got outcome parents were drug addicts situation true fat stick a pen in it is there you can't you, you you can't debate it right outcome so how do they outcomes become so different one way that the outcomes become so different but every time we have a situation the next and most important thing is what is your interpretation of that situation yeah <laughs> how, how do you interpret that situation right the, the 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 young man who ended up just like his parents they asked him how did you become uh addicted to crack he said well my parents were addicted to crack and then they went to the other young man said how did you become a millionaire he said because my parents were addicted to crack they they they, they both had a different interpretation of the situation which then changed their mindset moving forward and that's the thing that we have to understand the bible tells us to change our mind to be transformed not to be conformed right. when you think of transformation i think of caterpillars and butterflies right you, you'll never see a caterpillar say you know what i don't want to become a butterfly but the problem is a lot of times we have so many believers who want to stay caterpillars <laughs> and they don't want to become butterflies because it, it it has to be a transformation not right. just something that that we ascribe ourselves to as right. saying that we're, we're walking with the lord right. they, and, you, and the thing of it is leon it requires work you got you have to do the work. There you go. You got to do go. the work. There oh my go. God, Leon, I'm listen. There you go. Listen, I Leon, I hate this because you know we we got way too much more to talk about. We yeah, got yeah, way yeah, too yeah, much yeah. more. We, to we talk can do a part about. two. We, we can do a part two. We go. We're gonna have to. I feel <laughs> we like do a part two. We we have we haven't even got into the we ain't even got into the yeah. allness the fullness of this. Oh, Leah, I love talking to you. We're we definitely got to do a part two, and, okay. a, and part For three, sure. and, a, and a part four, and however many parts we're gonna have to do, Leon. Give them the website again. It's it's ministrymarketingandmotivation.com. That is what you do. That is who you are. Yeah. So if you go to Ministry Marketing Motivation, it's, it's ministrymarketingmotivation.com. It'll send you to a spiritual gift test. I think the place that everybody needs to start is finding out what your spiritual gift is. When okay. you fill out the form for the spiritual gift test, it'll send you to a thank you page. Thank you page will send you to ask you to join my ministry marketing motivation group. Okay. Now, this is not the automated spiritual gift test where somebody gives you a response and say, okay, this is your spiritual gift and they give you these little bullet points. No, this is one where my team will actually go back and look at your responses and they will actually match it up to what your spiritual gift is. Then once we find out what your spiritual gift is, we're going to send you some email information regarding what that gift is and where it best places in the marketplace, right? Okay. Where does this best fit in the marketplace? This is amazing because me and my wife did our spiritual gift test and we both seen that the, the, the work and jobs we're doing fit what our spiritual gifts are. And we wow. had no idea. Some kind of way, because it's how God created us, we, we gravitated to those professions and gravitate to those careers. And now she has the spiritual gift of teaching and she's the director of continuing education for one of the biggest accounting firms in the world. And, and she didn't know her spiritual gift was that until we confirmed it through the test, but then she just, just gravitated to it. And in mind being the gift of exhortation, I find myself teaching, coaching, encouraging individuals in, in, in growing 
It's about growth yeah. with, with me, Michelle. It's all about growth. Hey, yeah. the thing that agitates you is probably the thing you've been called to. And one of the things that agitates me is seeing people not grow spiritually. And that's why I think I'm called to that. You called I'm tired of being agitated, but <laughs> I want to see people grow. Awesome. I love it. I love it, Leah. Thank you for coming on today. This yes. has been a blessing. You always bless me. Me and you are going to chat. So look for my text. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> we will. Yeah. All right. Be blessed. Thank you guys for tuning in. Every Friday, we drop a new episode. Love for you to tune in. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and share this episode with a friend of yours. Make sure that they're tuning in. Love you being here. This has been Michelle with the Reimagine You Lab podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Love you guys. Be blessed.